Those job numbers, although bad, are good, aren't they? That's right. Uh, bad news is good news. So we've got the job openings here. So they're 8.7 million for November uh, in the US. That's a decline of 617,000 jobs. That's around about 7% almost. That's the lowest since March 2021. It's about 700k below estimates. It was widespread in terms of the declines across industries. Um, yeah, just so, so the jobs market is loosening. Uh, the ratio of openings to available workers, that's down to 1.3 to 1. Uh, it's quite a drop. So that was actually over 2 to 1 at the peak just a few months ago. So good news. Fed's been trying to uh, cool the jobs market. They're worried about the inflationary impacts. They meet next week. Um, so yeah, that, that's good news ahead of that. And we're actually almost back to sort of the um, job openings to available workers of 1.2 to 1, which was pre-pandemic levels. So uh, also, you know, we used to talk about the great resignation. Well, yeah, that's fading into history as well. There might the quits rate uh, that peaked at 3% back in late 2021. Uh, that's now back at 2.3%. So yeah, jobs market softening. We also saw this with private payrolls data earlier in the week. So we'll be looking into the uh, non-farm payrolls tonight just to see if that trend's confirmed. So expectations is the economy added 190,000 jobs in November. But I think, you know, barring any major surprises, you know, the Fed's going to leave rates on hold next mm, week. I reckon. Uh, back home, Fonterra, thank the good Lord for them, eh? Oh, good news for the dairy sector here, Mike. So it's, uh, Fonterra's lifted the forecast farm gate milk price for 23.24. So the midpoint, that's gone up uh, 25 cents to $7.50 per kilograms of milk solids. Uh, the range is narrowed from $6.50 to 8 bucks to 7 to 8 bucks. So yeah, that's consistent with rising dairy prices. We saw that at the auction earlier in the week. Uh, the the co-ops also uh, raised earning guidance for FY24. Uh, the net, net profit for the first quarter that was up 85%. Uh, operating earnings up 63%. So that's all pretty good news. So forecast earnings are now seen at 50 to 65 cents, and that's up from the previous 45 to 60 cents. So yeah, they've cited increased demand for commodity products. Uh, the Chinese market, that's the clear highlight. Now, obviously, news for our economy as a whole, our largest customers, that's going pretty well. They did say there might be a further volatility here, but things going pretty well uh, across the ingredients business. Uh, also, you know, this is good news, obviously, for farmers, and that the dividend payout will also lift. So they see they're on track for a strong first-half dividend. Lots of upbeat uh, growth initiatives are talking about partnering with a customer in Japan on adult milk powder that's designed to target muscle loss and also a customer in China. Uh, on a cake containing probiotics, um, so that's interesting as well. But yeah, shares in the cup up 2.3%, so good news. Right, Woodside and Santos, they're going to get clearance? Is this a, is this a, the version of Commerce Commission thing, or are they going to do yeah. the business? Yeah, who knows? I mean, we have seen, uh, this is you know, two of the biggest energy names across the Tasman, and yeah, we have seen a wave of consolidation in the energy se sector, you know, in recent uh, in recent times, you had uh, ExxonMobil, Chevron, ConocoPhillips, they're all doing deals, so perhaps no surprise in a way, you know, obviously, yeah, the uh, the regulators will have something to say about this, no doubt. But yeah, the, the deal would be uh, would combine the two biggest listed oil and gas producers in Australia, would create a company with a market value of almost eighty billion dollars. Uh, a little bit of a surprise. Uh, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. In fact, it was eighteen months after Woodside did the merger with uh, BHP's oil and gas business. So. Um, I suppose you, know, you look at the oil market, they've talked about challenges in both their recent annual uh, briefings. They've talked about production challenges, uh, higher capital expenditure, regulatory challenges, growth challenges. And let's not forget the oil price has gone from uh, $100 to it's actually under $70 a barrel now. So um, wow. share, reaction of the shares, uh, they actually hit their lowest level, both Santos and Woodside, over the past 12 months uh, on Thursday. Crude prices have been falling, but investors gave it a little... Tick in the box initially anyway, Woodside up 0.4%, Santos up 0.7%. So, yeah, thumbs up for investors at least, Mike. Numbers, please. 
The numbers are, so again, we've got some green on the boards. We've got the Dow up 34 points, 36.088. We've got the S&P up 0.7%. We've got the NASDAQ having a great session up 1.3%. FTSE pretty flat, 7513 there. Nikkei down 1.8%. ASX 200 down slightly, uh, down 0.07%. Uh, gold market down three dollars, two oh two two an ounce. Uh, we've got the oil market as I mentioned under seventy dollars. We've got sixty nine spot fifty a barrel, uh, but up twelve cents for WTI. Currency markets: Kiwi higher against the US sixty one point seven, slightly lower against the eight dollar ninety three point five, forty nine even against sterling. So uh, that was up a little bit there as well. And the NZ fifty, good day, Mike, up point three percent, thirty three points, eleven four nine six. You have a good weekend, mate. Appreciate it, Greg Smith, Devon Funds Management this morning.